We want to welcome you to another episode of MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Pastor Anthony Baxter. Hey man, I want to welcome each and every person to Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. We're still on uh, the subject of sex. Let's talk about sex, part four. If you haven't heard part one, two, and three, uh, you can go to YouTube. It has all of the uh, uh, messages there uh, as well. You can go into the spiritual growth group on Facebook they're there as well, but it's very vital that uh, you hear them all so that you can get an understanding of where we've been and where we are at this particular point in time. Uh, if you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and go to Genesis chapter 6 and verse 1. This is our foundational scripture we've been uh, using over the past few weeks. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 2. And while you're turning there, I just want to open up in prayer. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just thank you for this time, this opportunity, Father God, to come before you, to receive, Father God, what it is that you have for us to receive. Open up our hearts and our minds, Father God, for this topic is one that is needed to be heard. Hallelujah. Not just heard, but walked on the earth. Through your people, Father God, give us the ability not to just be hearers of this word, but doers. Give us the ability to receive what it is that you are saying, Father God. Hallelujah, that we may be able to be uh, set free. Hallelujah, released. Hallelujah, from the hold of the bondage. Hallelujah, of sexual sin and immorality. So, God, we just give you praise. We give you honor and glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead, and we're going to read Genesis chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 1, and we're going to read verse 2. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of whom they chose, of whom they chose. We're going to skip down to verse 4. We're going to add verse 4. Verse 4 reads this. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterwards when the sons of God came into the daughters of man. What is it saying? The angels of God, the watchers that were set in position to watch fail off their posts, uh, 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 turned their backs on God, and went for the women, the daughters of man, and had sex. And through this, there were giants, Nephilims, that were born of the women, half angelic and half Human, Amen. Glory be to God. So with this, with this, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown is what verse 4 states. Now, if you recall, we've talked about the legal and illegal right to have sex. 
God instituted sex for a purpose, and the purpose was to multiply the earth, to multiply, to have children and to fill the earth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, in this, it is a great feeling. It is a, uh, 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 it's a euphoria, amen, that takes place in this. And when you, hallelujah, are married, this, this, this sexual drive is, 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 is I mean, it's, it's, it's something. If you look in the Bible, you'll see that there were 9, 10, 12. They had, they had many, many, many children. They didn't have sexual uh, intercourse just to have it for fun. They had sexual intercourse to produce a male child or a female child was the purpose, the motive. Amen? Amen? So with this, we understand that. Now, what we are looking at here in Genesis chapter 6 is we're looking at the illegal act that Satan caused with God's creation, woman. The angel that were set watchers came and had sex with the human creation of God. God did not call for his angelic beings to have sex with his creation, his human creation. So that is an illegal act that took place, illegal act that took place. And from that illegal act, there came Nephilims, giants that had strength that went way, uh, not against, but had more strength than maybe 20 men. They were taller than, than the, uh, the human beings upon the planet. They basically overtook the planet and uh, uh, began to cause havoc. The angels, hallelujah, began to teach the women witchcraft and all kind of other things were taught by the angelic angels to the creation that God did not anticipate for his creation and so there was a lot of stuff that took place through this demise of the enemy. So with God being a judge, a righteous judge, hallelujah, he has set legal and uh, 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 legal laws that were not made to be broken. So he said, basically have sex and multiply, you human creation of mine. Now here comes these angelic hosts, illegal. Reason why I'm letting you know this is this is the rip. This is the beginning of what we're talking about today: spiritual wives and spiritual husbands. A lot of individuals don't believe, never heard, nor understand. But the Bible tells us right here in Genesis chapter six that these angelic beings came and took wives, that's a marriage, it's a marriage, wives for themselves, and they had children. So where do we get Superman from? Where do we get all of these great superheroes that we as children watched from cartoons? From the Nephilims, very powerful uh, 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 able to subdue, do things that we as humans could not do because they weren't just human, they were angelic. 
as well. So as we begin to go down, we went to part two, we went to part three, we're able to see particular things, and as I left off last week, we're looking now at part four. At part four, we're looking at how do these spirits enter a believer? We are believers. This should not happen. How do they come in to have these spiritual ties or marriages with us? that most of us don't even realize or understand that we are having. How does this take place? And how do I know if I'm in one or not? Well, this is what we want to cover on today. We want to cover how the doors, how the portals, how the, these, these windows open to let them in. And we want to also cover, well, is it, am I in one? Well, there's some things, there's some symptoms, some things that you can actually uh, 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 look at, some telltale signs that will let you know, hey, if you're dealing with one of these uh, or not. And we also have the solution so that you can break, uh, the, break free from these things uh, as well. Uh, and I haven't put this in any of the other uh, uh, messages, but if need be, if you'd like to, you can always inbox me on Facebook or you can send me an email at uh, mbkministries at gmail.com if you are dealing with any uh, of this type of uh, uh, stuff or entity or have. Hallelujah. Uh, we can uh, walk through some things to get you free from it. Amen. Glory be to God. So let's go ahead and take a look here. So we're looking at some steps, some things here of how these entities enter the lives of believers as well as non-believers. Amen? So, number one, seeking satanic protection. Satanic protection. If you look, Saul ran to a, a wizard, a witch, hallelujah, to get information. Hallelujah. There's, there's individuals that go to uh, uh, horoscopes, they go to uh, uh, palm readers, they go to the psychic phone lines to try to get information, understanding of things of the future, things they're dealing with, how to come out of things, things of uh, they go to people that are not of God and it opens up the door, hallelujah, for these entities to come in, to come in and create a marriage. Seeking satanic protection. All right. Immorality is number two. Immorality. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 15. Amen. And if you're there, it reads, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. So what it's saying, should I take this holy temple and combine it with something unclean? Certainly not. Amen? So, immorality. It is clear that the moment anyone goes into the, the bounds of marriage, such a person is open to satanic contamination. When you begin to uh, 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 come together and do particular things outside 
the law of marriage, you are contaminating yourself. And you're opening up the door. You being a holy temple of the spirit of God, and you contaminate yourself with something ungodly, unholy, you open the door, hallelujah, for the enemy to come in and to bring a spiritual marriage. Amen. Unprofitable gifts, number three. Unprofitable gifts. Today, many people are unconsciously married to spirit husbands or wives because they receive certain gifts. Have you ever been with a guy or a gal and they just flood you with all these beautiful gifts? Just giving you all these gifts. Buying you this, buying you that, buying you this, buying you that. Amen. But see, what's really happening in the spirit realm when it is someone that is demonic. Now, now, let, let, let me let me let me let me let me back up. Not every gift you get from an individual has I mean, don't let's let's not get spooky, okay? But what I'm talking about here is when there is an assignment set to you through a woman or a man that is moving by a demonic motivation and heart, they have the ability of giving you things with things attached to it. Things attached to it. Have you ever heard of a prophetic prophet or somebody that said, hey, you got something in your house that was given to you by a man or, or by a female. Get rid of it. Because that thing is keeping you tied in this, a portal, a doorway for a spiritual marriage, a spiritual marriage. So if you have any, any funny things that are coming to your mind, even as I speak right now, even as I speak right now, I see the Spirit of the Lord speaking and showing and bringing to your remembrance particular items. Go get those items, burn them, throw them away. Don't give them to nobody, but throw them away, burn them, get them out your house. Amen. Hallelujah. Here's another. Number four, cultural dances. Cultural dances. I remember when I was in school, uh, elementary and middle school, maybe y'all maybe remember. I don't know if they still do it. They didn't change how school runs these days. But they used to have African on uh, drum ensembles where the, the girls would be doing these African dances and the, they'd be playing the drums and the African drum, uh, I can't remember how it's pronounced, but it was a African dance. It was an African dance. Amen. If you go with me to go to Exodus 32, Exodus 32, verse 5 and 6, I want to read something to you real quick. And if I'm going kind of fast, there's a lot of information that I, I, I want to get out. Uh, this is the last series of the Let's Talk About Sex. So I'm trying to get everything in this. So if you don't catch it, uh, the recording will be going forth, and you can come back and listen, stop it, write, and do whatever you need to do. Amen. 32, Exodus 32, verse 5 and 6. Amen. Okay, here we go. It says in verse 5, I have oxen, donkeys, 
flocks and males and female servants, and I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find favor in your sight. Then the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and he also is coming to meet you and 400 men with him. 400, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, forgive me. That was Exodus. That was Exodus chapter, uh, that was Genesis I was reading. Uh, I'm looking for Exodus. (laughs) So 32 verse 5 and 6, forgive me. All right, here we go, 5 and 6. It didn't sound right there. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Verse 6, Then they rose early the next day, offering burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down and ate and drank and rose up to play. So what it's speaking of is in this was a party, was dancing, and they were worshiping uh, a, 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 a false idol, a false god. So what it's talking about here in cultural dance is if you dance before such an idol or these idols, you might become a bride of them. Okay, you may become a bride of them. And one of the things about African descent, African Americans, our ancestors back in Africa did a lot of dancing. A lot of voodoo uh, took place in Africa back in those days. So a lot of these things must be broken off of us. Hallelujah. Renounced generational curses be broken. Amen. So that we don't have to fall into some of the things that um, these spirits are trying to come down the bloodline and get us to fall into. Number five is soul ties. Now, I'm quite sure most people have heard of the term soul ties. That's where your soul, your mind, will, and emotion is tied with another individual where you're not able to get this individual off your mind or you're in a relationship with the individual and you just want to leave and you leave, but you can't, you come back. You can't just seem to break it off with him. Amen. A soul tie. Soul ties are souls that are tied together. As I stated, if sex is taking place outside of the marriage, Okay, the door is open for that covenant to take place for the sexual uh, 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 that sexual act has the ability or illegal act has the ability of opening up the door for a spirit husband or spirit wife to enter in because once again it's an illegal act it goes outside of the will of God. It goes outside of the will of God. There are many healthy soul ties, many healthy soul ties, but healthy soul ties align themselves with the will and word of God. Unhealthy soul ties don't. Here's a, here's a soul tie. You get someone that was shipwrecked. They were on a ship. They were on an island together waiting to be rescued. They're going to create a soul tie. Why? Because they have all been in the same traumatic 
are, are, are faced the same traumatic experience to where 20 years from now, they all will remember that experience that took place, okay? So that is a, a, a soul tie of something that could take place, but then there's health, uh, unhealthy soul ties spiritually where we break the legal right of God and it opens doors for the enemy to come in and to begin to cause havoc in our life, in our life. Number six is unholy dresses, our unholy sexy dress, okay? If you look today, you'll see on TV uh, commercials, um, if you go to a club or if you if you if you pass by a club, I hope y'all ain't going to a club. But if you pass by these clubs on a Friday or Saturday night, and you just look at the women and how they're dressed, amen. That 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 sexual seductive look. Here, the Bible told us in Genesis chapter six that the angels look down upon the women of man and they lusted after them so if we are dressing seductively provocatively showing the body to man it's not only man that is seeing it is the angelic host those unclean spirits those perverted spirits that see as well and so this dress draws them the mermaid, the wa- that water spirit, that, that mermaid, if you see women wearing the mermaid dress, you know, it kind of shows their hourly figure. They can barely walk in it because it's so tight, you see. All of these types of dresses, here, I don't know if you know this or not, but most of the fashion that comes today does not come from God. <laughs> it comes from a kingdom uh, 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 of darkness. It's very provocative. It's very uh, 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 sexual. They even got women dressing as, as, as men, and, and they got men dressing as women. That ain't a God. That ain't a God. I, I seen on, 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 on Facebook they had a dude that had a skirt on, like one of them Irish skirts, but it's not an Irish skirt. This is something new into the U.S., and guess who's wearing it? Hip-hop artists. So if the hip-hop artists are going to wear them, guess who's next? those that follow that hip-hop artist. Amen? That's how fashion gets out, through those that follow the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's and all of those type of individuals. All right, the next we have covenant with your first sexual partner. Covenants with your first sexual partner. How many of you Remember the first sexual partner, your first sexual partner, okay? Now, how many of you remember the first time that you ate a hamburger at McDonald's? Couldn't remember when you ate that hamburger, but I can guarantee you, you remembered when you had your first sexual encounter. Let, 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 me, use something, let me use something different. How many of you remember the first time that you rode a bike without the training wheels? 
Okay, that's something that we should be able to remember. But you see, with the covenant that was made through that illegal sexual act, unless the first time that you had sex was with your husband after you got married, that meets God's criteria. Outside of that, does not. And what it creates, again, A, is a soul tie. Because when you enter into a woman in her womb for the first time, there's going to be blood that is going to come from her womb. And that blood is going to cover the man's uh, organ. And that blood covenant between the two is what takes place. There's a covenant that takes place. There's a covenant that takes place. So why is it that you remember Tom, Dick or Harry, or Mary, Jane or Sue? Because of the covenant that was made through that sexual act, through that sexual act. Amen. If I'm going too fast, again, I do apologize, but there's just a lot of information that I want to make sure that I get out so that we can pray at the end and uh, break up and divorce and send back these husbands and wives to where they've come from. Number eight is masturbation. Masturbation. A lot of people say, you know, I'm not hurting anybody. It's better for me to, you know, if I'm single and I'm not having sex with a woman or I'm not having sex with a man, then, you know, I can just kind of take care of myself. That way, you know, I don't have to commit a fornication. Well, you are committing fornication with your own self. That's a perversion. It's, it's, it's not a God. It's, it's not a God. And, and, and most of us, I, I, you know, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Most of us been there, done that. But, but, but when you know the truth, now you're doing it conscious of it being wrong. So now you know the truth. It's wrong. <laughs> Amen. Glory be to God. So some go into masturbation not knowing that they are opening themselves up to satanic attack and bondage. Satanic attack and bondage. You get some individuals that have been bound to this spirit of masturbation that when they see an individual, whether it be male or female, they'll go into a restroom and they'll go take care of themselves because this is how they, 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 this takes the place of the sexual act. And even if some individuals are married, they would rather take care of themselves than be taken care of by their wife or their husband. This is how the spirit moves. This is how the spirit moves. Amen. Masturbation. Number nine, spiritual perversion. Spiritual perversion. And we spoke upon this in part three a little bit. We touched on this. There's a lot of things that we as Christian people do in our bedrooms with our wives and our husbands, being Christians, loving the Lord, but we still are operating in some things that are not of God, in some sexual perversions. Listen, it is not okay to have oral sex with your Holy Ghost wife, with your spiritual wife or your spiritual husband. It's not okay to have anal sex. These things are not of God. God gave us that, the, 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 the buttocks and that hole to discard 
what we've eaten. That's what that's for. It ain't for something to go in. It's only for things to come out. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and here's some other sexual perversions for those that are outside of marriage. Uh, 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 homosexuality, that is not of God. God did not create man and man. He created man and woman. Uh, lesbianism, bestiality, no, you're not supposed to have sex with dogs, cows, and goats, and, and all kind of animals. God made sex for humans and animals. Animal to animal, human to human. He didn't create the angelic angels to have sex with humans nor with animals. With humans nor with animals. Let me share with you, and I think I, I, I'm moving a little bit ahead of myself. In 1 Corinthians, I think it's chapter 6, it talks about when we die that there is no marriage. There is no childbirth. So if this be the case, and we're in our angelic form, right, why is it that these angelic beings are having sex with humans? It's not of God, because God says that this is not what takes place after death. I want to point that out. Amen? Glory be to God. Sexual perversions, abnormal sexual practices that are not of God. They're perversions. They open the gateway. They open the door for demonic spirits to come in and spiritual husbands and spiritual wives coming forth. Now, the question is, how do we know if we have a spiritual wife and spiritual husband? There's a lot more to this. I mean, we can go on to part 25 upon this. But there's so much upon this topic. This is why I stated, if you feel that you are dealing with something of this magnitude, this nature, you can email me, you can inbox me, and we can deal with it on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But there's so much to it. There's so much to it. But how do we know? Most people, most people on earth have dealt with a spirit to a husband or wife somewhere in their their time span if they have had sex outside of marriage. That's the number one way that uh, a spiritual being will come in and try to create a relationship with you is sex outside of marriage. Another key element is pornography. Pornography. Uh, 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 if you look at the television today, there is no more PG. PG went out the window. Everything is rated R or rated X because you have people showing their body parts on the television. And guess what's behind the TV screen? Darkness. And that darkness comes through the TV screen and hits your mind. The eyes are the gateway to the soul. So what's getting into your eye gate is going into your soul, which is opening up things to the demonic. Make sense? Amen. So let's go ahead and take a look, see what type of uh, things take place so we may see or understand or know if we are actually dealing with something of this nature, with something of this nature. Number one, 
Sex in dreams. Sex in dreams. Whenever you have dreams of sexual intercourse, it is an indication that you may have a spiritual husband or a spiritual wife. Sexual intercourse is only spiritually legal among married partners who have an experience in the physical realm. That's the only time it's legal, in the physical realm between married partners. Okay, For anyone who has sexual intercourse in a dream means such a person is married consciously or unconsciously to a spirit being. Now, sometimes the person dreams of contracting marriage, which is known, uh, 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 which is known as an uh, 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 or, uh, to an unknown person or to a known person. Okay, they'll they'll see this in a dream. If you continue to have these kind of dreams, uh, marriage may become impossible in the physical realm because that spirit husband or spirit wife is preventing any type of physical marriage from taking place in your life. Uh, It could get a little worse when a woman finds herself giving birth to a baby in the dream. That that means that there's a a, a, a baby that is born in the spirit. Again, in Genesis chapter 6, it talked about the uh, giants having sex with the women and them having babies. The Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Things trans, uh, they don't change. They go on. So these things that took place in Genesis are still taking place today, even though they're trying to downplay them. If you uh, talk to people from Africa, from Hades, from the Caribbean, from the islands, they will tell you all of this, hey, is true. But we in America, they downplay it. We see the stuff on television, and, and we we act as if it's just a a show or, you know, no, that can never happen. But yes, does yes it does uh right so let's move on number two uh deprives the marriage sex these entities deprive the marriage sex through the uh, uh physical so you being married to your husband you being married to your wife the spirit husband or the spirit wife will deprive the sexual act from taking place with your natural husband spiritual husbands and wives deprive the marriage sex the demons do everything they can to deny marriage sex they 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 try to tear it up they don't want you to have sex with your husband or your wife why because they feel you belong to them so they do whatever they can to deprive that sexual uh intercourse with your physical husband number two number three Steals affection and attraction for your husband or your wife. What the the spiritual husband or spiritual wife does is they they they, they play with your mind. They 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 lie to you. They make you look at your mate in a way to get you not to be attracted, not to. Uh, do, do 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 you know when you focus upon something long enough? You begin to believe it when things begin to when you when you keep your eyes upon a particular matter, a particular thing, you say, oh, my husband got a gut. Oh, he's growing a gut. Well, that's a negative thing. So if you continue to look at that negative thing, it's going to draw you away from your husband. 
Instead of you saying, well, my husband got a gut, but he's still sexy. You see, that that keeps you connected to him. So when we continue to look at things from a negative standpoint based upon what the enemy or the spiritual husband or wife is planning in our mind, it has the ability of separating us from our mate. What does the Bible say? It says uh, 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 divide and conquer. So when things are divided, it opens the door for the enemy to come in and to conquer. It also says how can two walk together unless they agree? So in order to come into agreement, in order to come into agreement, that means we agree upon something and we walk together. Amen. Amen. Number four. Number four gives you hate for your husband or wife. Again, the spirit is a jealous spirit. It wants you to hate your mate just like it really hates you because it wants to kill, steal, and destroy you. So as you, it plants these these thoughts in your mind to draw you away, to get you to look at your mate in such a way to where you just dislike him, you hate them, you, 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 he, anything he can do to break up cause havoc in the relationship. If, 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 if there's peace, love, joy, and tranquility in the relationship, he don't want that. As long as there's quarreling, there's division, there's arguments, there's, there, there's all this negative. That's what satisfies this spiritual husband or spiritual wife. It does not want you to have love, peace, agreement with your husband or with your wife. Number five, it leads you to sexual immorality. Sexual husbands and wives lead you to sexual immorality. They take away the affections, the attractions, and love for your wife or for your husband and exchange it for another man or another woman. So what it's saying here is this, is that the love and affection that you once had for your wife, it takes that that love and affection and it places it upon someone else. This is why it's very important when you're going through things in your home that you keep it within yourself or you take it to God or you share it man with a man or woman with a woman. Because when you share it with the opposite sex, what it does is it opens the door for the enemy so that you put your affections that you're supposed to have for your husband upon this man. Why? Because whatever your husband isn't, he will be. I guarantee it. And this is where a lot of uh, 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 adultery and, 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 and things like this take place because the spiritual husbands are taking our affections for our husbands or our wives and placing them upon others because we have opened our mouths to the wrong people, to the wrong people. Amen. Number six denies you marriage. Spiritual husbands and wives are jealous. They will give you to as many men and as many women for sexual immorality as you like. 
but they will not allow you to get married. And if they do, they may torment your wife or they will torment your husband because they're jealous. What they'll do is they'll give a woman a lot of pride and a lot of stubbornness. This pride and stubbornness destroys everything in the life of the husband and in their marriage. And what they'll do with the husband is they'll take the love, they'll take the respect, they will take the honor, they will take those things that a husband is to have for a wife away. So you see, no one is getting what God has intended for marriage in that particular marriage because the wife, the spiritual wife or husband, and its jealousy has hit the marriage with things that are not of God. Number seven, bearingness and low sperm count. Bearingness and low sperm count. They cause bearingness and low sperm count. They may cause barrenness by blocking the tubes, by miscarrying, uh, giving, giving you uh, like demon-like uh, 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 fibroids, uh, cancers, uh, uh, and, and etc. You know, there's women that have on their ovaries, they'll have cancer on their ovaries, things like this. Uh, 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 they defile the womb to make sure you cannot have a child. And, and to men, they'll give them a low sperm count or a zero sperm count to where they can't have children as well. God said in the beginning, remember, have sex and multiply. This is what God has ordained for us as humans. So if God has ordained us, don't you think that he has created us with the ability as men to have a high sperm count, to have children, and with women to have an ovaries and the womb to carry a child? Something outside of God is hitting to prevent this from taking place with particular women and particular men. Particular women and particular men. Number eight. Spiritual wives and husbands, they give diseases and sicknesses. Spiritual husbands and wives come with diseases and sicknesses and may deform you. Have you ever seen children that may come out deformed? Have you seen children that come out deformed? They, 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 uh, this can be a chain. This can be a chain uh, you completely to themselves. They chain you to themselves. Why? So that you can't, one, get married. Uh, 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 bearingness, again, is another, and I'm stepping back a little bit. If you're looking through the Bible, you used to talk about women that were barren. They were very shameful. Why? Because it was a woman's job in those days to bear their husband a son, a child. And if they could not do so, they felt less than a woman and all of the women that were having children would kind of look at them funny you can't have children you see it's it's not see see let me share with you how things have changed today women just just say i don't want to have children and they're happy but see there was a time when that was not so why god said that this is a responsibility, a duty of women. This is what I have put upon you, woman, to bear a child, 
to multiply the earth. But Satan has twisted this thing to where today society says it's cool. It's my body. I can do what I want to do with it. Well, no, it's not your body. It's God's body. God created you, and he created you with a purpose and a responsibility. Amen? Glory be to God. All right. Number nine, makes a woman a man and a man a woman. This is what these demonic husbands and wives do. God created a man, a woman, as gentle, caring, respectful, submissive, homemakers, helpers, to give birth, to care, and to raise children, and etc. Okay? But Satan exchanged this making of a woman to be a fighter, to be disrespectful, quarrelsome, not, uh, not to be that submissive, respectful homemaker. Look at television today. You see Tomb Raider. You see all of these G.I. Joe type of women going around beating up men and all this and that and the third. Now, am I saying, you know, that a woman should not set boundaries and be able to, to protect themselves? Yes, that is true. They ought to be able to do that. But at the same time, if you look at uh, uh, the, the, the disrespectfulness, uh, taking the, the, the place of the submissiveness, uh, the quarrelsomeness, the Bible talks about uh, a man sitting on the roof uh, instead of being, uh, and I may uh, uh, talks about the drippy faucet uh, and a man sitting upon the roof. It's better to eat upon the roof than sitting at the table. Something of that nature. I can't remember right off, right off, right off hand. I do apologize, but uh, 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 this is some of the twisting uh, that has taken place due to some of the spiritual husbands and wives and what they have uh, implanted and 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 have hit a lot of our. Women with as well as men. You have the men that have become very submissive, okay? They're, they're very sensitive. Uh, 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 they're not thick-skinned, and they're being ran over by women, amen? And that's not the way that God had created uh, his creation. Number 10, uh, makes wives disrespect and not submit to their husbands. The, the spiritual husbands... Uh, 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 come against the natural husband by uh, 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 having the natural wife be disrespectful uh, and not submissive. Uh, women with spiritual husbands are uh, authoritative and controlling. Uh, they want to dictate uh, to a man or run the show. They want the man to be like the wife are a child to them. These are not characteristics of a godly woman, okay? They lie, slander, speak against, abuse, fight, uh, like arguments, and quarrel, uh, for they, 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 they lack the respect for their husbands and men. They disrespect marriages and care not about it. They disrespect the marriage and they care not about it. They uncover marriage uh, and their home. What I mean by that is this, and a lot of this goes into, I kind of skipped a little bit, what I was talking about earlier. A lot of what goes, in, goes on in the home of a believer, 
stays in the home and before God or with their spiritual counsel, their uh, pastor or their apostle, uh, a, a, a wise counsel that may be able to help the, the, the family. But what happens a lot of times is we step outside. We go to people that are not authorized. Uh, they don't have the wisdom of God or the ability to share. Sometimes we go to family members that have, have no understanding of how to mentor or how to uh, uh, direct us in the right way to go for us. Uh, 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 we go to friends. Uh, we go to places that uh, 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 sharing what it is that we are sharing with them in our home causes more havoc. How many of you know that words have power? And so the words that we speak negatively over our husbands or the words we speak negatively over our wives come back to hit them because we are alerting darkness pertaining to the words that we speak. Those are called word curses. Number 11, they hate the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They hate the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Spiritual husbands and wives hate the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the kingdom of God. They hate it. Every person with a spiritual husband and wife persecutes the power of Jesus Christ. They persecute every Jesus Christ servant accompanied by Miracles, signs, and wonders, especially casting out demons. What is it saying? If you are a spirit-filled believer walking with the power and authority of Jesus Christ, these demons despise you. Satan and his demons have no problem with powerless people preaching the gospel. Because you're not really, there's no power. You have no power behind what it is that, that is going forth. But those that have the power of Jesus Christ, those with power to destroy their kingdom and to cast them out and to destroy the works of devils, they despise, they hate, and they try to come against and they try to attack and they try to put you in a place of bondage. They try to put you in a place of bondage to where you're not effective. You don't want to move. You're so caught up in your emotions that you can't even move spiritually because your flesh is moving you and not your spirit, and not your spirit, and not your spirit. People of God, these, there's many, many others. Now, because you may have some of these, does this mean? Yes, it does. I will have to say you know, I can't bite my tongue. I truly believe that. The reason why I believe it is because God said that we should have sex and multiply. The Bible says that angelic angels came from the heavenly realm and had sex with the women of man. The Bible says that the women of man had sex with the angelic angels of God and had Giants had children. Hallelujah. The Bible says this. So if it took place then, it takes place now. We have to understand this. We have to believe this. And we have to see that through God's plan for marriage, through God's plan for marriage, the legal right 
of sex is A-OK. It's A-OK. And if you've, if you've fallen off and you've had sexual sins, if you've masturbated, if you've done all these things, God's mercy and God's grace is for you. It's not against you. His grace is sufficient. Amen? So all you need to do is repent. How do we come out of these things? You say, Pastor, this is me. I've done these things. This, this sounds like I've, 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 I've maybe entered into a relationship with a spiritual host, with a spiritual host. Amen. There are some things that you can do that will break the tie. There are some things that you can do to break the tie. And the first thing is repent. The first thing is repent. The Bible says that if we repent, if we turn from our wicked ways, he will be faithful and just to forgive us of those things that we may have done. Repent. Now that we have repented, now we got to deal with the husband. We got to deal with the wife. Now in the natural what they do is they divorce the wife, they divorce the husband. They go to court. Judge say, okay, it's been a no, no more, y'all go your separate ways. So we got to do something very similar in the spirit. We got to divorce. We got to tear up the, cert, the certificate of marriage. So we got to come in and pray, pray in a stance of war. See, when you divorce, when there's a divorce going on, there's a lot of ill feelings. There's a lot of emotional stuff going on because there's a, a, a tie that is being unsevered, and it hurts. It hurts. The breaking hurts when you are dealing with a natural divorce. What you're doing, you're spiritually divorcing yourself from a spiritual wife or spiritual husband. Hallelujah. And there's some hurt that goes along with it. But there's also a lot of peace. There's also a lot of peace. A lot of peace. So what we have to do is we have to say something like this. In the name of Jesus Christ, I nullify this certificate of marriage by fire of heaven. I burn it up now in Jesus' name. I am no longer married to that spiritual husband, that spiritual wife. I no longer belong to that spiritual husband or spiritual wife. I am free of any spiritual marriage to any spirit being. I belong to Jesus. He is my husband. He is my king. He is my Lord. He is my savior. Or if you are married, you say, I am married to whatever your wife's name or whatever your husband's name. And he is my husband. He is my lover. He is my friend. And I am tied to him through Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior and head of our marriage. Say something like that. Amen. Break that thing. Break that thing. And then just rejoice. Rejoice. Amen. Glory be to God. I hope that this series has helped some individuals to understand why some of the things have gone on in their life why some things have gone on in their life. 
Hallelujah. I even see in the spirit realm there's individuals that have had miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage, and they can't seem to understand why they can't have children to where they don't even think about having children anymore because they're so afraid of having the miscarriage. Amen. Hallelujah. I decree and declare, hallelujah, by the power and authority of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that whoever that is, glory be to God, that healing may take place in your womb, hallelujah, in your ovaries, that no more miscarriages will take place in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I pray for the man that has a low sperm count, that your sperm count may come up. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And those that continue to have a problem with masturbation, masturbation in front of televisions, in front, hallelujah, of computer screens, been there, done that one. I decree and I declare now that you be free, that you be freed now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That you be freed, hallelujah, from this unclean spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. By fire, hallelujah, glory be to God. Every tie broken in Jesus' name, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And for those that don't know God and says, Pastor, this is me. I didn't understand, but now I understand. I've been dealing with spiritual husbands and spiritual wives that have been holding me down and having sex with me in the middle of the night. I didn't understand. I didn't understand these women that were having sex with me, and I was uh, uh, ejaculating in the bed and waking up and, and not understanding, but now I understand. Let me pray with you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, hallelujah, this individual, Lord God, they, 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 I give them to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray, Lord God, that as they receive you, that they believe that you have died, Lord, upon the cross for their sin, and that you were resurrected, that you sit upon the right-hand side of the Father even now, that they believe this, Lord God, and receive this in their heart, Lord God, that you may receive them, that your spirit may enter into them and lead, guide, and direct them from this day forth, that they will not be the same, and every spirit that has come upon assignment to kill, steal, and destroy by fire, send them back, Lord God, to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you honor and we give you praise, and we thank you, Lord God, for what you are about to do in their life. Your life will never be the same, but I will tell you this. It's going to be a fight. There's going to be a fight. So you stand still, stand strong, find a church home, get into your word, and pray, and it will get easier as the days go by. My name is Pastor Anthony Baxter. I want to thank each and every person for coming online. Stay tuned for next week on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Encounter. God bless you.